love ordered. Jesus talks about commandments. Are commandments for God or for us? They're for us. How come? Do, do, does me following the commandments, does it add anything to God? No. God is the same. Whether I follow everything to the T, he's not like happier with me. And if I never obeyed God ever again in my life, he would not be less happy. God's content in himself. But the commandments are for me to be able to receive his love. The commandments order me to be able to live in that happiness and peace that he wants for me. That God, God is love. What does he want? He wants me to experience that love. And so he says this way. So what does he say today? There's, there are a lot of commandments in the law. But Jesus says, repeating the, from a first reading in Deuteronomy, the Shema, um, that, that God is Lord alone. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, right? What's the most important thing? To love God. Because when I do that, when I, when I put God in that first place in my life, everything else starts to fall into place. But if I get that wrong, it doesn't matter what I do after that. I'm always going to be at a lesser peace and happiness. But I like how Jesus then goes on and he says the second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Sometimes I'll ask, I even asked someone recently um, where I was like, is, is what your neighbor needs, is that more important than what you need? And it's, it almost feels like, it's not a trick question, but it feels like the good Christian answer is to say, no, 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 what they need is actually more important than what I need. And I'm like, what does Jesus say? Jesus says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So which of those two comes first, my neighbor or myself? Myself. What, doesn't, that, doesn't that make me selfish? No, because in the life of grace, I can't give what I don't have. Or in terminology that... I like to use like I can't I can't go help you cut your grass and and fix your yard until I take care of my own because if I don't if I'm over there if I'm helping my roommates with their homework but mine's not done internally I'm like this is great let's get it over with like I'm not as patient and I'm kind of actually resenting them because I'm like I got my own stuff to do I want to love you and help you but like I'm starting to resent you but if I get my stuff done first, and I'm free, and in my excess, like, I'd love to help you. Um, it's a totally different atmosphere. And so, yeah. So what happens then, as I, as I live a well-ordered life, as I love God, and then I 
love myself and then I love my neighbor, that, that it actually orders me to love in a healthy way that I'm actually going to have more peace. And so I want to kind of, this, this is something that come up. Even in the last week, I looked at my calendar and counted. I had, of all the meetings I had this week, I had 16 meetings in which this kind of stuff came up. And so it made me think, this is probably relevant to a lot of people. <laughs> um, so, because, yeah, so I'm just going to go through the Father Matt Lowry spiel. Um, so, um, it makes me think about what's most important. Why is it important that God's first? Like, why, why is Sunday Mass so important? Because it reminds me that, that I have a God who loves me, who knows where I'm at, who wants to hear from me, but he also wants to give me the strength to get through this week. Because if I'm not reminded of that, then I might think that I have to do it all on my own. That I might forget that there's actually a bigger plan. So, so I think about like, what... What, what are my priorities? So for me, um, this, is, this is inside into Father Matt Lowry here. Um, so God first, um, exercise, sleep, eating, um, talking to mentors, so spiritual director, counselor, um, advisor, um, and then family. Uh, and then work or school and everything else flows after that. Why this is important too is I remember like, being in college and then experiencing like a breakup with a girlfriend and then you feel like your whole world just collapsed but my girlfriend's not she's like no offense but she's like number seven you know she would be after school so she'd be like uh like eight or nine right like <laughs> like but if i feel like my whole world just collapsed that's probably because in my heart I elevated this person to a higher priority than she, she deserved. Like, that's not healthy. And if I'm putting her in that place, that's actually not healthy for her either. She's probably feeling pressure. Like, oh my gosh, like, he, he's giving me too much than, more than is healthy, right? Or like, when school doesn't go well, or like, I do bad in a class, like, it doesn't mean my whole world's collapsing. It just means... I don't understand this subject material at this time. And maybe I need a little more help. Uh, maybe I need a little more patience. I might have to take the class again. I might have to need... But, but if, I don't have the ba- if I don't have this foundation, what, what makes us mad, right? When, when my school is overtaking my life, this is what I'm feeling from students, right? Like, I'm so busy and stressed that I'm not sleeping, that I haven't been to the gym like I like to, and I'm too busy to even pray. And what that does to us is it disorders us that I can't find peace and happiness living that way. Like, there might be a certain level of, like, getting by, but God didn't make us to get by. He made us to thrive. He made us to experience life and life to the full. And so what God does is God actually wants to fight for my happiness. God wants to help me. He wants to walk with me. And anything that causes harm to my happiness, God wants to fight against.
like if I feel like I'm dumb and this is just like I'm I'm worth nothing because my grades or whatever like God wants to say that's not true that 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 I love you and that you taking care of yourself I value that Um, and something that's awesome is when I'm well ordered that these things are actually life-giving and so as I do these things, as I put God in the first place, like I don't have time for anything, but I'm going to go to Mass. That, that suddenly it actually gives me energy for the next things. And if I get all these things right, it fuels me for all that He wants me to do. There might be things further down the list that I actually don't need to do. That's like why our psalm today, Psalm 18 says, I love you, Lord, my strength. That when I love God rightly, it gives me strength. So if I feel overwhelmed and tired, I, I might, might be off, you know, that my priorities might be off. And, and I think part of the Christian life is just kind of like walking with this balance and adjusting. On Monday this week, I, uh, I don't know, I didn't, maybe I didn't get, well anyways, it was Monday and I was like, man, I just feel so busy right now. And I kind of just stepped back and I looked at my life and I said, well, I made my holy hour this morning. I went to the gym. Uh, I got a decent amount of sleep. Uh, I, I have my meals ready to go for today. I'm talking to my spiritual director on Wednesday. I'm seeing my family on Tuesday. My priorities are right in line. And so whatever I have time for after that is what the Lord wants me to do. And if I don't have time for it, it's not what he wants. And I think... This is so serious and so important that these things actually, we show that they're important when we put them into our schedule. So I was able to look at my life and look at my schedule and say all of these priorities are in my calendar before work and other things, ministry. And so because they're in the calendar, they're going to happen. It's, not, it's, like, it's like brushing my teeth, right? Like, I'm going to floss and brush my teeth. I don't need to, like, think about it. It's in my calendar. I don't put it in my calendar. But it's like, you know, like, you, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, when things become a given and not a hope for, it happens, right? When you say, like, I hope I go to the gym this week, it's not going to happen. But when I sit down and look at my calendar and say, when can I go? Here's when I'm going to go. Then it starts to happen. And then I look ahead to the next week. Like, I know, I already have my next spiritual direction appointment for three and a half weeks from now. I already have my gym appointments for the next week and a half. Um, anyways, my alarm's set for tomorrow morning. Um, anyways, like things, like it's going to happen. And then everything else is going to flow after that. Part of what this does, too, is... When, when, when my life is well-ordered, when I don't have to think about doing the good for myself, for God, myself, and others, that it actually liberates me to be present in the moment. You, you know what it's like to try to talk to somebody and you know their mind is elsewhere? Like, what's the point here? I, when you look up the word, someone told me this once, I looked it up, that the word priority... It actually is kind of like singular, even though we use it in the plural and I do that. But the word priority means what is pri, what is first. So the word is typically, technically used when I say, what's my priority? And what I see in that is, what is it that God wants me to do right now? 
because everything else doesn't matter. (laughs) So if I'm at church, yes, I have homework, but I'm going to get to that. But right now, this is where I need to be, and so that doesn't matter. Family. Family's number six, right? So my family is far away, and things are not going well. But you know what? This is where I need to be right now, and God loves them more than I do. It's going to be okay. My things aren't going well right now, and my family wants me to sacrifice my own happiness so that I can serve them. Well, hold on a second. Like, right now, I'm an adult. Like, um, And if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not going to have energy to give to my family. Instead, I'm going to resent them. So peace comes from being exactly where I need to be right now. Peace comes when my life and what's important to me matches what's happening in my life. Does that make sense? Is it too much to believe that that's actually what God wants for us? He wants my peace. He wants my happiness. I was talking to a student um, uh, last year, and we were talking about, like, hey, I said, I could tell that this student was very busy and overwhelmed, and I said, would you like to talk? And she said, Father, I don't have time to talk. And I was like, then you might be too busy. (laughs) You know, like, I said, and she goes, let me show you my schedule. So she pulled out her schedule, and she had literally from 6 a.m. till about uh, 10 p.m., every minute blocked off. Uh, Even 20 minutes for dinner, 20 minutes for lunch. I was like, that's not even enough time to walk somewhere to get something. She's like, tell me about it. You know, like, um, like every single minute. And I said, well, I said, what's, what's this like for you? She said, actually, that my skit, I know, I knew that this was going to be the busiest semester of my life. And so I actually scheduled into my calendar. The reason I get up at 6 a.m. because the first thing I do when I get up is I spend an hour in prayer. And I have built into my schedule my meals so that they happen. And I have built into my schedule exercise time and homework time and all this other time, time to go to church and all this stuff. And I said, wow, what's that like for you? She said, it's been the best semester of my life. Because all of her priorities are like in there, that they're happening. And she had like, she's like, it's full but I feel so much peace. She even had time that she was leading a Bible study for a couple friends and her roommates, most of which weren't even Catholic. Because she was connected to the Lord, because her tank was full, she actually had energy and love to share with others, which in turn actually gave her more energy and love. Because when we're ordered rightly, It's naturally life-giving. That's what God wants for us. Because in God's heart, his first thought is for us. That his love is ordered to my good. And anything that fights and hurts my good, he fights against. And so today we rejoice that our God has not been quiet, but he's spoken into our lives for us to know what is good for us so that we can know his love and walk in it.